0: trapped a bunch of aging role-playing gamers in their homes, forcing them to crawl out of their pen-and-paper comfort zone and into the online world of virtual tabletops and video calls. To so join them as they raise the curtain to share their stories, insights, and look all things geek. So grab your longsword and your plus one bottle of Viagra and get ready for another episode of Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. That's a lot of syllables for one sentence.
1: Hello and welcome to the Advanced Age Role Playing Gamers podcast. Uh, I'm Nathan. I'm one of your hosts. I've got with me today uh, Matt, that's my co-host, and uh, and Mitch from Penny for a Tale. He's here to talk to us about uh, Chew and, and other things that's uh, going on for Penny for a Tale. Uh, Mitch, why don't you go ahead? Well, actually, uh, Matt, why don't you say hi, and then we'll go ahead and let Mitch introduce himself.
0: Hi, Mitch. How's it going? Good seeing you again. Yeah, you too. <laughs> That's
1: a dumb one. So, So, uh, Mitch, s- say hi to the folks and, and give, us your, uh, give us your deets.
2: Hi, everyone. Uh, glad to be back. Uh, I am your tri host today uh, <laughs> and the third wheel of sorts. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mitch Estbustios. Uh, other than that, pennyfortale.com. Uh, and yeah, pretty much anywhere where there's a TTRVG, you'll probably find me somewhere lurking in the shadows.
1: You're all over the place. <laughs>
2: I try to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 funny. I, I was we uh, introduced um sorry. We uh, interviewed uh the folks from uh, uh Battle Lords of the 23rd century. Yeah. found out uh you know Tony pretty well and <laughs> it's, so it's it's a small small world.
2: Oh wow. yeah, it is. I mean, every convention like all the TTRPG tables like at Origins there was only like 3 TTRPG tables or maybe 4. So it was just like bouncing between those and chatting with them, and it's like this is this is it, right? This is a convention scene right here. This is this is like hanging out with everyone and everything. So it, it was pretty cool.
1: All the cool people, exactly. All right, so Best. so my my first hard hitting question.
2: All right, let's do this. You ready? Yeah, I am.
1: All right. So uh necrobiotic. Last time we, we had John here, we talked about necrobiotic. Why don't you give us an update on where that is?
2: Yeah, so necrobiotic has just uh, it is almost done with the editing phase. I think within the next week or two, uh the 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 full dock will just be ready and, and done. Uh and so then after that is just a layout process. Uh we're trying to figure out how we're going to lay out it because the first part runs very different from other TTRPGs. Um, in that uh the way it is organized is that it is telling a story via an uh an unreliable narrator. Um, mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, this is the world, this is the characters and stuff like that. So there's definitely like we're we're trying to figure out the best way to kind of present that information and then bring in all this new stuff that we we have, which uh I got to read Michael and Ganilla's uh short story, The Original Creators of Cult, uh like mm-hmm. way back in the nineties. Um, and they wrote a short story for us, so like figuring out where that will go, and that is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. We have uh, Mecca, uh, who I think is uh, rated number seven in the world for for poetry uh, or spoken word poetry, wow. and she's doing some uh, pieces for us too. So it's a lot of cool things to kind of bring in. We also have Children of the River, the new archetype. Uh, finished and done, uh, which has never been seen in El Ingranagio or Necrobiotic. Uh, so it's cool bringing that in. And I've gotten to play around with it, so I'm like one of the first people in the U.S. to, to do that. Uh, and so they, they can like call down lightning, which is really cool. So it's kind of a divergence from like the other archetypes in, in very serious ways. Um, so, yeah, you can uh, – the, the next – place will be is PAX Unplugged. Uh, we'll be doing some one-shots there, talking about the game um, and stuff like that. I, I definitely need to put the order in for the custom cards, because we're about done with that, too. Um,
1: yeah, I, so, I yeah. ordered those. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and, and Mecca, she was uh, at your launch party. Yeah, she was. She yeah, was the one who did great. the
2: Spoken word. Yeah, she is amazing. Really yeah. So excited um, to have her on board. Um, and, yeah, we, we've been pretty busy with, with all the things. So it's been cool just uh, watching everything flow.
1: That's great. Yeah, Matt and I were actually talking about uh, maybe going to PAX Unplugged. and You should. And, you uh, should. Yeah, buying a it's, bunch of shit. Yeah, it's my
2: favorite <laughs> con. Um, if you haven't checked it out yet, I think Rest in Pieces will be one of the products mm. that Imagining Games is putting out there. It got... It was supposed to be at Origins, but it got sidetracked because of yeah. shipping. Yeah, that's um, bad right now. Yeah. But that will that's going to be a hilarious, fun time. Um, I think the Sabbat from uh, World of Darkness, that book should be uh, ready to be bought by then, too. I got to see it at Gen Con and touch it and hold it. Uh, but they only had the one, and I couldn't figure out a way to steal it.
1: Yeah, so so Matt and I played a lot of the old uh, World of Dark, Darkness stuff yeah. back back when it was before you were born when it was launched.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been alive for over a century <laughs> here, okay? I'm just I'm just chilling. Um,
1: but yeah, and I I backed Rest in Pieces too, so I should get get my copy oh, soon. Oh,
2: awesome! Yeah, you know, it's it's been hilarious uh, running it for people. Um, looks fun, yeah. <laughs> Especially sometimes the Jenga towers are a little uneven especially the more we like use them so like watching them like mess around with it and like bump into the table and stuff like it's it's hilarious and <laughs> it's definitely a good time. I did I played uh, Cthulhu the expansion uh yeah. at Origins and that was a lot of fun.
0: That's awesome. There's Oops. so many games. So, so many.
2: So little time. Well, hold on. There is plenty of time. There's not enough
0: games,
2: uh, to be honest. Like, I, I went to Origins and Gen Con, and I did not buy a TTRPG. And I was like, ah, crap. Like there's nothing new this year at the conventions, which was sad to see, but it's also understandable. Yeah. Um, I was really looking forward to Zabbat, but of course they only had that one. I did ask them if they were willing to part with it. Uh, <laughs> but no, no. Uh, but yeah, it's we, we need more games. You way more. You have to
1: d- dominate them to get it.
2: Yeah. I, basically, yeah. Like I had my writing crop and everything, but it just didn't work out. Uh, I must be using the powers wrong. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, that's, that's you know. That's a little different type, but yeah, we'll, we'll give me a pass on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey Matt, what, you? Uh, what what are you? What kind of questions do you have?
0: Yeah, I guess basically, I was just wondering. So, Chew. So, what made you think, hey, Chew? I got to turn this into a role playing game.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Chew is my all time favorite comic book. It's actually the first comic book I've read from the first volume all the way to the end. Uh, And I did that probably about a decade ago when it was like first coming out and stuff like that. Uh, And it's been one of those comic books that I keep returning to just because I love the combination of a dark story and and comedy. Um, And so it was when I was uh, working on troubleshooters for Helmgast and we were thinking about having a comic book. Uh, like this little mini little comic book for conventions, for troubleshooters. Uh, and so I went to Rob Guillory because he just stood out in my mind as like a great artist and stuff like that. Um, and I was like, yeah, why don't I why don't I contact him and see how it'll go? Um, he did a, a piece for troubleshooters uh, that I still have. It didn't really flow with like the 80s Euro Eurocomic uh, vibe. And, and so we ended up not using it, but. I was I was talking to him and I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to have a true TTRPG. And he was just so open about it. He's like, let me get you like the writer. Uh, let's chat and stuff like that. And even talking to John Layman, he was like, you know, if you guys can do this, I'm I'm all in. Uh, and that's why I brought in Peter, Peter Panusha of, of Imagining Games, because he has such a great track record. Um, I mean, I don't really have a track record. I, I'm like, I'm still a newbie. <laughs> Uh, in this scene, um and so having like between us two he he definitely saw like uh passion and uh people who have experience in this, and yeah they he just went full on like this is awesome, go do it let's let's have it um and that was pretty much it like it, after that, it was just getting all the pieces together, getting the dream team uh to make this wacky weird t t r p g this is awesome
1: you've got quite a few people, so you mentioned. Mission Pete, who, who else do we have uh, working on this? Project? Yeah, we
2: have uh, Steve D, uh, who did Relics. Uh, if you haven't checked out that game, I definitely encourage you to do mm. so. Um, it is uh, a tarot based TTRPG from Australia. Um, mm. It's actually a supplement it's on Kickstarter right now. So if people are watching, definitely go check that out. Um, the other person we have is. Uh, Justin, uh, I forget his last name, Um, but Justin does all the um, uh, game design aspects. So he's like a huge Forge in the Dark uh, Mm -hmm. fan and used to do like or still does like a lot of hacks and such. Um, So seeing him because we we didn't want to just give out the same sort of stuff. Um, I'm a huge fan of like City of the Mist and what they did with Power by the Apocalypse, making something new and interesting and very innovative. And he did such a brilliant job on bringing this kind of forged-in-the-dark hack to make it new, interesting, and this innovative thing that, like, it's just amazing to, to watch, to run, to play. Um, so he did an absolute uh, terrific job. So that's Justin Ford. Um, okay. After that, it was uh, – I mean, I, I definitely have to give a shout-out to Morgan Weeks, our editor – Like, without him, nothing could be possible. Uh, (laughs) Editors are the sexy, sexy people behind (laughs) everything. So, Morgan, I love you. I always love you.
1: (laughs) Super sexy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, uh, I mean, the the other person kind of stands prominent in my mind is uh, Federico Sons. Uh, He's the one who did Nibiru, um, which just funded their second uh, Kickstarter a couple of, maybe I think half a year ago. Um their first one was super super successful, and you can find it on Modiphius. um but yeah, it's like this all star team and then we're bringing like all these other stretch goal riders and stuff like that people that I know and have looked up to and kind of bringing diverse voices so it's been really cool
1: that's awesome uh, nice. so I, i've I've done a little bit of Forge of the dark I'm not by no means an expert, but if you could give us a the fifty thousand foot overview of what you know uh how a forge of the dark uh, game plays and what's what's uh, the, the, the attraction to it
2: yeah it kind of runs like similar to power by the apocalypse it's probably its redheaded step uh cousin <laughs> yeah. um but uh Forged in the dark was first made popular by uh blades in the dark um by evil hat games um and it's this heist game where uh you roll dice and you still have that like failure mixed success and then full success um, but for this one, like the focus wasn't on the planning of the heist. It was on being in the moment in the scene and using flashbacks and different narrative themes in order to create that ocean's eleven sort of uh telling of a heist instead of Shadow Run, which is like, you know, you spend two hours of planning and then you do it, everything goes to shit. And then you can <laughs> keep going anyway. Um right. So this was this was very much different, um, and so for for Chew, we wanted to capture that same sort of essence. So you know, you you start on a case. Um, you have these attributes, these quirks and perks and stuff that like give you different bonuses on your d6s. So you're rolling a pool of d6s, uh, with a six being a full success, uh, four through five mix, and one through three of like a failure. Uh, and the highest value on your dice pool is what you get. Um, But in in this case, like we wanted people to not really focus on the case like a Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green or a gumshoe game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chew had a lot of mystery, but with every case that they were on, there was always a lot of other stuff going on. Um, So we wanted like your mom to be able to call you and like complain to you about missing Thanksgiving and for that to just be like your day, including trying to solve this murder um and so that that kind of brings in that those two aspects and when the team is ready to kind of make that final crack the case role they actually dictate how much of their theories becomes true uh so you as the gm you're just kind of like following their conspiracy uh and based on their final role whatever they say is is the truth or you know if they get that mixed success you can kind of Flare it up, add different things uh, to bring you into that final scene that where you're like pointing guns at each other like a standoff, uh, and figure out what happens then. Uh, so it's very much like one led to another, and it's like, oh crap, like, <laughs> where where are we? What's happening? Why? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's definitely meant to keep people in the action uh, and away from the uh, minute gumshoe things, which is fun. I I love, like, gumshoe games and stuff like that, but I also... Chew definitely is not a gumshoe game. It is... It's like a procedural, but not like a gumshoe procedural. So, it's a nice, interesting mix.
1: Good.
0: Nice. Well, um, for someone who hasn't read them, uh, like myself, uh, although I've read... Since uh, we talked about this, I've read some clips and stuff like that. It looks really cool. Love the idea... (laughs) But maybe for the listeners, could you give us maybe sort of the background, the history of the world uh, that is yeah. <clears> true?
2: <throat> yeah, it's 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 very odd because this year I I did two Kickstarters where humanity uh, has a very difficult time. Uh, Necrobotic, where humanity pretty much flops and dies. Uh, and this one uh, is uh, taken down by a bird flu, uh, which spreads throughout and so... You know, just like in response to um, acts in the past, you know, the Homeland Security got like a huge power boost. Uh, In the same way, uh, the FDA got a huge power boost. Uh, And so now they are like, they're more powerful than any other government agency ever able to do whatever they want. Uh, (laughs) And and having these people do that is just like this very odd, like, what? Um, and, And so, like, chicken is now illegal. There's chicken smuggling, uh, people going to jail for eating chicken. And not only that, but it's this rise of food-related power. So you're, you're dealing with people who can, like, uh, carve up chocolate to actually be like a weapon, like a laser gun or a shuriken, uh, and it will cut and dice you. Uh, or people who get, like, really smart, the more they eat uh, so there's all these, like, different, like, zany, weird, fun things, but dark things. The uh, the comic book focuses on Tony Chu, uh, who whatever he ingests, he gets a psychic impression of. Uh, so he'll often, like, bite into a body to figure out, like, what happened to him and stuff. So... Yeah, it can it can get like zany and dark and and stuff and you you just never know what to expect when you come in and your boss will always hate you because I think that's a very <laughs> important part of any like investigative procedural with a uh, a tower. So sometimes like the real enemy is just your boss who's like if you don't get this done by the end of the day, you're fired and it's like five <laughs> murders spread out across the East Coast. It's like, "Oh man."
1: It's <laughs> just like real life
2: yeah, exactly. you, you want it, you know you, you, you go to TTRPGs to escape your boss, but we're like, no, it's right here, and he's worse. So and, and, and
1: when, you're, you, when you're your own boss, you, you uh, do sometimes hate yourself, so: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I was uh, this morning, I, I made coffee, but I sat down on the couch, and I was desperately trying to find the energy to get up to then get coffee so I would have more energy to do stuff and it was uh it was hard i was like I can't.
1: <laughs> so i have got a weird uh aside here um so so i've got kids they're they're like in their 20s now and i remember probably about 10 years ago i, I tried to get my kids to play champions and my my daughter uh who you know it's always, it's always bad cuz i never remember her her friend's names But but I remember that she made a character that was an alien uh, ninja who made all their uh, weapons from bread. So she was a a bakery ninja. So I I think that would fit really well in this type of game. Yeah, yeah.
0: You should. uh, You you know what? When you get a copy, we should invite Olivia to come and play. She could play her uh, bread ninja.
1: Yes, yeah. Like you you, you got
2: it right there. That's that's the character. (laughs) You're set to go.
1: Yeah. I think she's done with role playing games, at least for now. But you know, uh, I, I hold out hope. But yeah, who knows? So we talked about Fortune the Dark a bit, and I was kind of looking through some of the stuff you got on the on the Kickstarter page, and one of the things that. Uh, Kind of stood out was this uh, cork board, uh, and I don't remember that from from Blades in the Dark. Is is that something a new?
2: Yeah, that that's that's new for us. Um, something that was really excited, and something that um, the the more like, especially you know, we we've only had the chance to play with it online up until Gen Con and Origins, but Origins we actually had like. It printed out. I actually have like a copy of the prototype uh, here with me uh, today, and 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 having that out on the middle of the table and watching people uh, uh, add conspiracy because we wanted that like Charlie Day, like always sunny of Philadelphia, looking at the cork board and being like, "What the heck's <laughs> happening?" Uh, as they draw on it, and we, yeah, we took pictures at Origins of all these like crazy sticky note conspiracy boards about like who the heck was this and like there's a llama on it and like this person's a chicken it might be murdering this person and all these arrows and stuff like that so it's it's a way to kind of help organize a conspiracy organize uh the conspiracy uh and also a fun thing to kind of look at and be like that was a cool session that was the product <laughs> of this session um which was interesting and, and weird <laughs> so it really helps out a lot
1: <laughs> so Matt, you got any uh... Yeah, I think it was uh, so kind of
0: working sort of in now, so with the setting, so what kind of characters, uh, I think you mentioned some of the powers, so are, are, there, are there character classes or is it basically just a single, like you pick like your powers, your talents, that kind of defines you, like what are some of the ways that food can make you, you know yeah. powerful? Yeah,
2: so uh, we decided to go, because that's something we struggled with at the beginning because, you know, do you have like your organization? Do you work for the FDA? Are you a criminal? Do you work for the USDA? Um and all of these other factions and stuff? Or do we kind of divide you up between like food-based powers? Or because there's cyborgs in this too. Uh <laughs> Tony's uh partner is uh he gets an axe to the face, and so half of his body is now uh, electronic. Um and it's like, how do we divide this up? Uh and so what we went with was personality types within the comic book. So we have like the mascot who's like always there to cheer you on. Uh we have like the expert who's just like arrogant and knows it all. Uh the hard nosed detective, the hot shot like partner. Uh and like just this breadth of different art types that you can choose. And then from there, uh you can you can pretty much choose any uh, approach and approaches are kind of like these these way to kind of keep your character within the sphere of your character so like we have hard-boiled as an approach or like uh half-baked egghead um all food related kind of personality traits uh, that give you an extra die whenever like you're doing something that has to do with being an egghead uh or by being fun size um and then, yeah, your your quirks are can be anything from like you're a cyborg, you have a cybernetic sidekick uh, platypus, uh, to any food power that you can think of. We're gonna have all the food powers that we got from the comics in the the full book, so that you can choose and pick. But we're also like, you know, choose a big universe, make one up yourself, uh, and and use it and abuse it because that's that's just, that's the way it goes.
1: It's awesome. Cool. Yeah, so so there's different playbooks now. I saw something about there's going to be a um, a quick start for this.
2: Yeah, yeah. The quick start's almost done. Uh, I mean, I have the, the document and stuff. Uh, we're just doing layout, finishing that up. So the quick start will be uh, pretty much done any day now. Uh, I keep looking at it. It's so sexy. Um, <laughs> and it's made to look like a comic book because we, we got access to all of the art from the comic book. So we just wow. like... Panel for panel can, like, play out a story and let you be a part of it. Um, but, yeah, the Quick Start is coming out soon. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, definitely for the listeners, uh, we have two Kickstarter rewards that I'm really excited about. One is getting your ass kicked by a chicken, uh, Pollo, who's, like, the baddest chicken in the <laughs> Chew Comics. And I think that one got filled up. Uh, and then the second one is a psychedelic trip uh, at one of the expensive NASA um, – facilities uh which is just like this ongoing joke and theme in the comic books so uh those are hilarious and awesome (laughs) definitely check them out if you haven't yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah i want you are there uh i see you have a lot of uh add-ons for this too and uh you've got you've met a lot of your your um Uh, yeah, the goals of expansion. There's a bunch of add-ons here. I I, I opted for the dice because that looks uh, the bucket, the chicken bucket and dice. Yes, yeah,
2: so the chicken bucket dice, and and we're we're working on improving the dice quality too. So we thought about having like little chicken nuggets in like a dice, like clear dice thing. Uh, and, and the chicken bucket itself is we we saw a prototype like uh, someone moving it around after they they printed it out, and it's it's so cool. I mean, it, even if you are playing in another game, bringing a chicken bucket full of dice is a power move. (laughs) People will remember you as that guy with the chicken bucket. That's awesome. It's just perfect.
1: So so what other kinds of kinds of stretch goals do you have uh, planned that you haven't met yet?
2: Ooh, yeah. So um, we, so one of my favorites is a social stretch goal, which is we, we, we had every pledge associated with a type of food, and so people have been sharing it on the social medias. Uh, when we get to a certain amount, and you can find out on the Kickstarter. Me and uh, Peter are going to have a, um, a trivia contest against a Chew Superfan to see like who, who knows it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll probably be eating weird stuff, too, while doing it. So I'm really excited for that uh other than that we we have like um really cool stretch goals i know bridget jeffries uh just uh became one of the stretch goals she's amazing banana chan worked on um jeng shi by wedding games um yeah esteban colin uh is doing memories of tomorrow which is another imagining games uh thing and there's all this cool stuff like i want to have the uh adventures that we have there's three we have right now which is long long man um uh hearts beating uh poetry club and Cockholster. holster uh we want them to be printed out as like little comic books uh so that the gm can like read through it and enjoy it and also run it for their table um and so yeah all these all these cool different things we we want to to bring out like there's there's so much cool stuff if we just push back all these stretch goals because there's stuff I want to do, uh, but we gotta wait till like the the you know the foundation is set for stretch goals and then I can start adding stuff uh, without Peter knowing. So do <laughs> I, I,
1: I like that little caveat without Peter knowing. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, ah. <laughs> ignore that, Peter. <laughs>
2: yeah, don't. You're you gonna hear nothing. <laughs>
0: So you've been uh doing some uh, playtesting with this, or have you been doing some playtesting with this?
2: Yeah, we uh I I was running I mean before Gen Con and Origins, we've been I've been running it a lot. Um and then at Origins and Gen Con I was running it two to three times a day. Uh so it was a lot of
0: practice. What are some of the what's some of like the weirdest or most interesting, like either character oh. concepts or situations that unfolded because this definitely sounds like this has got the potential for some fun uh yeah. stuff showing okay. up.
2: Okay. Uh what's what's the what's the rating on this show?
1: Well we, you uh man, you know well, Yeah, so we're normally awful people. We're normally awful, yes.
2: So at Gen Con we had two chicken fuckers. um so one of the first sessions yeah two of them two of them uh one uh was a guy who um yeah he i forget what the context was because it was the first game of gen con like the first game (laughs) come Um, out strong (laughs) i know the exhibition hall wasn't even open go downstairs it's like i think 10 in the morning or something like that and we're like all right let's do this and it's like ah you fucked a chicken like that was the take from this um and then later in gen con uh one of uh the other players got seduced by a very swole looking chicken uh and and she had to roll for like days of sexy times with said chicken um we had at Origins someone eat a half-eaten sushi roll with a full condom in it. Um, yeah, it was. I told him he didn't have to do it, but he's like, nah, I need, I need to get to the bottom of this mystery. Um, someone oh, fought yeah. a sexualized gummy bear with, like, giant tits <laughs> and that was, like, hitting him with it upside the head. Uh, so when he finally defeated said gummy bear, he, like, ripped off one of the the, the breasts and was, like, using it as, like, a hammer from from then on. Uh, So, yeah, there's a lot of crazy, crazy shit that happens in this game. Uh, Because, like, you know, it's a zany, weird, dark game. Um, I think one of my, like, favorites, which was kind of subtle, was uh, one person's mom was held uh, at knife point by a crab. Uh, and she had the option to, like, save her mom or continue on with the perp. Uh, the perp, perp, yeah. Uh, and she just went right by and as her mom got, like, her neck <laughs> sliced and, like, walked oh, down in the ice cream truck. Oh, and God. I was like, ah, oh, man, that was cold. And everyone was like, jeez, what's the story behind you and your mom? She just, like, let that happen.
1: Did, um, didn't uh, make his chicken nuggets when he was uh Yeah, I know, yeah.
0: right? Like, something happened. <laughs> There's a there's a backstory there, right? Yeah, a yeah. huge <laughs> <Boy, God. laughs> horrible backstory. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, it's like every time we play it, like, and I think that's one of the the biggest strength for Chew is that you come out of it with a story uh, that you'll be telling your friends for a
0: very long time, or maybe you won't be telling your friends. Maybe you're like, ah! <laughs> what stays at the con, or what happens at the con state. Right, right. It stays at the con. Well, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah at the with our 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 friend uh a weekend getaway that we just came back from playing fiasco uh i one, one of the other uh people on the podcast uh mm-hmm. end up being the the king and queen of the uh, zombie penguins uh, <laughs> they they yeah so that was yeah so i i think uh uh, for us too, I think humor is is a huge part of it. We like to tell interesting stories, but but I think there's there's just just competition uh, to uh, outdo each other and 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 say or do the grossest thing. And, yeah, and, uh, exactly. Uh, man, uh, it's hard. It's hard to win cuz these guys are some <laughs> sick fuckers. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> well this this sounds um, like yeah. a game that would be perfect for us, right? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
1: I think uh yeah, I think the gang would uh, would get a kick out of this. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, like uh mhm. Yeah. yeah.
1: You guys are uh yeah, yeah, and, and you guys funded so fast too. It was like a it was, it was hours. It wasn't even days. So it was yeah,
2: yeah, well, 90, 90 minutes uh, oh. is what we're, we're going for uh, with our sweet total goal of 69-69, uh, which was my <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, Peter had a different number involved, and I switched it. Uh, and I was like, it needs to be this. This nice. is
0: nice. <laughs> That's what I wanted people to say, like, nice.
1: Oh, man. There's uh, clearly a
0: really supportive community out there. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of, like, because, I mean, it's just always amazing, like, the whole Kickstarter for Mom and I is, is great that there's, like, all these people out there who might not be able to connect with you, but through them, they're able to fund these, like, really great projects and be, like, part of it. And I think that's yeah. a I think that's a great thing for developers, for for writers. This has been, like, amazing. Even in the past, it was you get the game book that you get because some big company decided to do something, mm-hmm. right? And and now it's in everybody's hands. It's It's really nice.
2: Yeah, I mean, the. I think our, our biggest example was, like, Magpie Games getting uh, Avatar, right? And kickstarting yeah. it. Um, yeah. Like, I don't think Avatar, it would be a very difficult process to figure out without Kickstarter how it would come about and how it would be printed and, like, the capital it would take to, to get it funded. Um, I mean, even with the amount of interest, like, they had over a million trying to, like, put that production team behind that without any sort of like huge backing would be like nearly impossible for a company like, like Magpie games. Um, But like Kickstarter allowed it allowed all these ideas and stuff to come in and people can now like, no matter what your experience or uh, your, you know, economic standing and stuff like that, you can, you can have a chance to build a community and have your idea flourish. Um, And so it's really cool. Like I, I love seeing it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's and and clearly with with the kind of numbers you've got here and 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 what you did with Necrobiotic too, it wasn't just fans that were already fans of the comic book. It's it's uh, it's people that that uh, you know like what you're doing and 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 kind of like the ideas that you presented, um, you know, in the in the uh, the Kickstarter itself and and uh, I mean it, it's a uh, you know. With this, with this one, and kind of the, some of the fun add-ons that that uh, Peter had in uh, yeah. Rest in Pieces too, that's like really super creative. And I've had quite a few uh, Kickstarters. We're not going to say how many you or I have, have backed.
2: Oh no, but- I, I think we should. <laughs> I, I spoke with a person the other day, and I thought that I was a really super uh, backer, but they they put me to shame and like. Since then, I need to find someone else so I feel better about myself uh, concerning the amount of...
1: Yeah, Kickstarters have so, packed. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at mine right now. So, of mm-hmm. uh, 18 is what I'm up to now.
2: All right, cool. So, I, I, I have 146 <laughs> back projects. Um so I, I feel better now. Like, thank you for that uh, very much. Uh, I now feel like I'm on top of the world. This is good. <laughs> yeah, because the other guy, like, had me by, oh, God. I think he had, like, four times the amount wow. I had. I was just like,
0: crazy.
1: I want to be you. I, I, tell, I just love that, like, um, that, like, in, like, a few weeks, I'm going to get those rest in pieces. and it's going to. It, you know, it was a while ago when I backed this, so it, it's going to feel pretty neat to, like, get this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to feel like a—it's really—I think I, I backed it around my birthday last year, and my birthday's oh. coming up. So oh, nice. so I think it's it'll feel like a birthday present. I'm getting that— Yeah, good old that, 20. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but 20 I'll be 21. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'll be le- legal to drink finally. Yeah, I'd say it's a lot I'm of somehow, cool stuff to drink. Somehow younger than my children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But uh yeah, so I, I love just it's you know, the stuff shows up eventually and uh and it's it's nice like finally getting something in your hands, like uh yeah. before other people and getting you know interesting extras and and uh like this whole actual play we got, uh you know, we've we're finished, we've recorded all of them. I'm still editing uh we're we're still editing a bunch of them. Uh, but we recorded all of them and and put and we're going to have them all, all out before the actual physical product right uh, is uh, come gets into my hands because we just did all yeah. the alpha and beta and and final release PDFs so uh, I, don't know, I, I I like the whole Kickstarter phenomenon it's it's uh it's fun and, and you get to support interesting projects like like yours and, yeah uh, no
2: it's it's like really cool to see everyone come together and and just all the creativity despite like. The last two years, which has put kind of like a standstill yeah. on conventions, uh, it's been like you know. I'm I'm glad that people can still find the time to be creative and and are supported on it. It's Especially during this time, it's very important. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. And these kind of games too are, are the best because they bring us together and and it, it gives you something to do with your friends that that isn't just uh, sitting watching Netflix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can uh, chew and chill instead of Netflix and chill. Like, go for it. This is Chew is an adult TTRPG. You know, use it to spice up your marriage. Um, <laughs> use it to bring a date. and Be like, yeah, you know, there's chickens in this. Uh, let's see
0: where this this heads off to. Chickens uh, and gummy bears. It's, it's yeah, good, <laughs> I know, right? Like, who doesn't want that? Like, well, everybody awesome. can kind of connect with food. Right, it's a very mm-hmm. food itself is very social, right? And so, yeah, sort of like
2: universal, s-
0: right? <laughs> so storytelling and food, you know, now it's a game. It's a perfect mix, right? It's sort of like this was meant yeah. to be. <laughs>
2: yeah, and we uh, we are. Uh, I'm trying to push to implement like a drinking game in all of the one shots. I've been doing that, uh, not at Gen Con because they won't let us drink, uh. um, but at my local store, like. Every time there's a phrase for every uh, one shot that I have, uh, that we take a drink every time that phrase is said. Uh, the last time I ran it, I was sloshed halfway through. I was just like, <laughs> and I need to drop back down the beer because
0: this is. Oh,
1: yeah, Can't we have it. no experience doing something right. like that, right, Matt? No, <laughs> not at all. See, it's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. This is a rough weekend, I tell you. Yeah. A-
2: Ooh, just, you know. <laughs> Uh, just play a chew game, uh, and every time someone mentions food, take a drink. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you'll have a wonderful weekend.
1: So, so uh, who's your favorite chew character, and, and why is it Poyo?
2: No, uh, I mean, <laughs> it has to be Poyo. And people have been asking, like, can we – is there a playbook for Poyo? And our, our answer, like, you know, instead of asking can – The the real question is should. Is anyone really chicken enough to play a Pollo playbook? Um, So I think we're going to have it in the book. We're just going to be like it's going to have like an X over it. Like, you know, don't let people play this because they're not worthy. Um, But maybe for that one chicken out there who is worthy, the rules are there. Um, So they'll be able to play it. It's awesome. Uh, But yeah, (laughs) after that. Uh, I think it would be, uh, man, I, 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 keep going back to, uh, John, John Colby. Uh, he's, he's awesome. Uh, he's such a, because he, he's so supportive, especially at the end of the comics. Like he, he, you would think that him and the main character, Tony, like butt heads against each other. They have, mm. uh, you know, opposite personality traits. Uh, but despite that, like, John's still like, you know, I, I support you through the thick and the thin. And it's just like, oh, and that was kind of like the the inspiration for the mascot to just be like, you know, I'm here for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you? I know, right? <laughs> Cry. <laughs> Matt, you have anything? Uh, from no, you?
0: not for that. That covered pretty much
1: everything I was going to ask. Man. Oh yeah. This I'm so glad we, we were able to, to do to do this again. Yep.
2: Me too. Um, yeah. And hey, we'll we'll just keep doing this. Maybe in like for yeah, yeah. four uh four more months, I'm sure there'll be another Kickstarter and I'll be like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your what pitch up? now? That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me check my bank account. <laughs> uh back it's, it, it, it's good to see you. Uh oh, you as well. Say hi to the family for me.
2: I will. Um, yeah, you you'll be seeing them what Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. play on, play on.
1: Uh, uh, need need you back on that sometime at some point. Oh
2: yeah, sometime soon. I would love to. Yeah,
1: it'd be oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thanks so much, uh, again, it's, uh, Mitchell from uh, Penny um with oh, talking about this new uh, Kickstarter for for the Chew RPG, uh, fully funded. So uh, everybody's it's put in. The, put into it, it's gonna gonna get it and and how many days left oh we have
2: uh let me look at the number sorry we have 23 you days left
1: all right lots of time to back it so mm-hmm. so uh uh you know check it out uh watch the videos there's some actual plays up there some other interviews and watch those and if this is uh something that looks uh fun for you uh you should back it because uh uh, yeah. Mitchell delivers that's
2: right yeah i i, I like <laughs> just like just like the movie deliverance that's they, they deliver <laughs> stuff they, they deliver stuff in that movie that's yes. all i yes. know about that's
1: it. that's uh like yes, mailman so about, uh, or Tor maybe Dash.
2: post no, no what's the what's the what's the postal one uh no, with post, the mailman postman, postman is it postman, postman? there you yeah, go postman. I, i'm postman there we go kevin Costner, kevin. right
0: yeah, <laughs> if you kickstart it, they will come. We're just gonna keep going with the Kevin Costner thing here. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Costner, the TTRPG. You get to right. play Kevin
2: Costner in all, all, right. of all right.
1: now, now, If you're not getting copyright then I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, write it down. <laughs> That's yours. You can have it for free. Have it. Take it. I'm gonna, it. So, I'm gonna need somebody to help me market it. So. That's right. I, I got you. Well, you right. we got Kevin Costner, he'll market That's it. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Oh boy! All right, this has been a great time. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks, Matt, for 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 helping out. Oh and, yeah, it's great so to be here. Good, and uh, see you guys next time. All right, bye. 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 <laughs>